What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Episode 17, A Blank Slate. Wake and be, wake up anew. The past is through, that part of your brain saying, hey, I exist. Such an egotist. Hey, if the shoe glitches, Mother Nature, true quantum computer, anxiety, living too much in the future. What will be, will be, and it can be no other way. There is no other time than right snap. The moment's gone already. Waves of reality wash over me. I now see thoughts as someone, not me. Why do we think in man-made language? Do we have no other choice? Go Further, go beyond. Let the mind wander. See your energy as more, more than a name, more than a bad hair day, more than saying, I am. You are what? You who? No one can truly know. Leaving breadcrumbs in the forms of poems along the journeyed path. I don't know where I'm going, but I am going nonetheless. As I continue to inhale one more breath, thinking of how these same particles were once in the lungs of some extinct beast. This poem I wrote when? Now? Is the future pulling the words out of me, or is the past pushing them away, getting them out of my head? Get out of my head so I can live right here, right now leaving more blackened breadcrumbs on this blank slate, writing more symbols from the soul, how it feels right here, right now, May 12th, 2023, whatever that means. I don't know. I just felt like going off on a riff this morning. Um, Morning writings come to me like that. I just flow. I don't try to rhyme or really have a main point I am trying to make. I'm just capturing a feeling that I have in that moment. Um, It's just free flow thought um, really as fast as I can write, (laughs) write it down from, from thoughts to words. Um, One day I hope to practice that enough where I can do it verbally. Um, I'm currently practicing reciting my poems so that I can do some open mics around New York City and give a proper performance that will hopefully be captivating. Um, I'm also working on some video animation that I would uh, love to be able to play behind me when I'm um, giving these live performances. I can have my own video behind me as well, accompanying what I'm saying. Um, we'll try to get that that timing down, you know, uh, best I can. There's a there's a lot of coordination that would go into that, you know, when they press play and when I begin, etc. Um, but on on Fridays, this is my scheduled time to just write. Just to 
get it all out there, whatever it may be. Um, I write throughout the week. I write throughout the week, jotting things down, writing dreams down or a scene, possible story. Um, but this, this block of time on these Friday mornings, um, is purely for writing and specifically writing, um, for this podcast. You know, I like to have a little something down when I begin, um, and then just kind of take it from there and, uh, just talk about anything random. Um, and I hope you enjoy these random thoughts, these morning writings, um, going a lot of different directions. Um, and now being in this new home office and this energy of this city, um, and it's, it's raw, it's real. Um, I never had a lifelong dream to, to live in this city or anything, um, but that's just how life happened. And now that I am here at this moment, um, in my life, you know, I really, this past week, you know, had this epiphany, um, and saw this rush of images, um, past experiences flash, you know, by my eyes and, um, from different random periods of my life too. And once it started, I just kind of went with it. Um, and not only thought of experiences, but thought of different inspirations as well. Um, people who inspired me along this journey, books I've read. Um, and in this moment, I, I realized, you know, everything, everything that I've come across, um, has led to this moment, um, to my being here. It's been a, long, arduous road as everyone's life is, but through it all, you know, I've continued following my beliefs, continued creating all along, um, continued writing through it all, no matter what, um, allowing my soul's energy to create something that will hopefully resonate with others. And to me, that is all that truly matters at the end of of it all is being able to resonate with as many people as I can um and to hopefully widen some perspective and um inspire others to even you know share one thing about themselves really open themselves up embrace that vulnerability and grow from it um emotional intelligence you know we have to become more emotionally intelligent if there's one thing that I can point to for value of everything that I do is that, is that raising of awareness of emotional intelligence, um, through my own experience of going through this and trying and realizing, you know, I have plenty of vulnerabilities as well and plenty of things to, to work on. Um, but showing how I'm working on them and how I was able to grow myself um, from one place in recognizing that growth, um, over a long period of time and continuing to do so, um, and kind of just shedding more light on that. And, um, hopefully it connects with others. You know, this is, this podcast in particular is about that connection and, and raising that connection. Um, because creation can be so, 
such a lonely process. Writing is very um, lonely, um, but it has to be uh, to really transcribe these these thoughts um, into a man-made language. You know, this is a learned language um, system of symbols uh, and what we are um, what our experience is is beyond you know this language and so it's very hard to condense that energy into written language sometimes um, and there's just different ways that it comes out and poetry for me is just the most natural um, and in regards to you know this this moment that I had this week of kind of running through all these different inspirations, um, I started reading this book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, I saw a video of Jim Carrey talking about this author and this book. Um, and the funny thing is, I've seen that video years ago, but it never clicked in my head to look up the book he was talking about. I don't know why, um, but there was a reason, you know, maybe something in the universe was like, you're not ready for that book yet. You're not ready to, to read that yet. You know, um, you need to go through more life before you'll truly appreciate the words and the message involved. And it was really this book that, you know, sparked this, this thought process. You know, he puts pauses in the book, which I love. Um, he'll, you know, put a paragraph in there and then put a pause symbol and you're supposed to just pause and reflect on what he just wrote. And I, I love that. And so, you know, you put the book down and you kind of like have a little, little quick meditation. And some of them were, were longer meditations on what was written. Um, and it's what Jim Carrey talks about in that video is like, he's like, it just all clicked. And it, it clicked for him and it clicked for me as well. And it just put into perspective all of the inspiration, all of the, the people that have inspired me that I've looked up to and then accompanied with my own experience and my own story, you know, and how it's in alignment in a lot of ways of what's being written um, and how much this book is in alignment of what I've been recently talking about more since the heart surgery of being in the moment, being present in this moment, each and every moment. Um, and having a deeper appreciation for each and every moment and who is in those moments too. But now reading Tolly's books and rewatching that video of Jim talk about reading these books and going to Eckhart Tolle's seminars and having this moment of awakening that sent him down this new life path, which then his career and his movie choices since that moment started all make sense. One of them most blatantly being yes, man. Um, and his, his movies, um, through this period of time kind of take on a different, 
perspective when um, reading this book. Um, it's just perfect timing, you know. It hit me like a tidal wave and then turned me into a being that can breathe underwater and just going with this flow. Um, and it's having gone through what I have that I can appreciate this book so much more. And it is just um, really put me in a different mental, mental state, um, truly. And, you know, I'll always talk about books that I'm reading and that have inspired me. But in that same instance, I also don't necessarily like to recommend too much. Um, I like to let your energy kind of attract whatever um, is in your environment, because if you're meant to to read it or if you're meant to watch it, it's meant to be. It's not like putting this in front of you and saying, you have to watch this or you have to read this um, or reacting like, oh, you haven't seen that. You haven't read that. Um, but just allowing it to um, occur more naturally. So not like uh, forcing it too much. Um, because you'll then appreciate it. You know, it's like someone who needs help has to, to want help kind of thing. You have to, to know you want, um, help or want to make a change about yourself. Um, but I personally am under this mindset of the growth mindset and constantly in this state of change, because that is the only thing that's constant in the universe and our ability to adapt to your environment, um, is a way to evolve. And I welcome, you know, all of this change that is occurring in our environment. Not all people do. People have fear mongered for so long. And we all stay connected on social media, but I have a hard time sometimes relating to a lot of others. They just take things that their parents did as the way to live life. So they cling on to that, whatever they call normal, they cling on to it and are so fearful to let go. So fearful of doing something different. They have to fit in. They have to fit this definition and this expectation placed on them by their environment. They cannot see any other way to live. There's only these places to visit. There's only these places to live. They don't dare branch out. They have this fixed mindset as to this is the way it's always been and this is the way it will always be. I call this thing reality and this life I live is normal. We have all figured it out. We've got it all figured out. You know, all life's questions have been answered. I will cling on to this thought for as long as I live because I'm so fearful of thinking something new, of trying something new, of expanding my perspective to a rapidly changing environment that I refuse to change. I refuse to adapt a growth mindset. I am strong minded. I have a fixed mindset. I absolutely refuse have to pry this grip on reality from my cold dead hands I'm not letting go <laughs> that that's what I feel and in these comments it's just this fear of change this fear of something new and 
I can't relate anymore. I just cannot. And it's even more so now, you know, in this new year, in 2023, that so much has changed in such a short period of time. The internet itself is not the same as it was six months ago. If you cannot see that, if you cannot appreciate the change that has happened in these short periods of time, it, we have to talk about relativity here theory of relativity everything's relative to one's you know state and in some of these conversations i feel like i'm being pulled into the past and i just you know <laughs> try to widen perspective um and that's really my goal of of getting people to to grow um of getting people to grow and evolve and widen this perspective. Um, and I know I'm going to be met with a lot of resistance. Um, and it's unfortunate that, you know, not others can see a growth mindset as a positive and think that there's this, you know, hold you have to have on normality um and the kind of looking down on others to to feel important um you know whatever we have to do to get by in this life i guess me i choose to go into that vast dark void of the unknown i will dive head first into that wormhole not knowing where the other side leads i'm open to communicate with artificial intelligence and to learn more about quantum computing and what impact that will have on humans and i i just still find it funny when people are so against it like nope don't like that that's the end of humanity as we know it the fear mongering not realizing that a lot of it stems from movies they've watched and i'm not saying that it's all positive that everything that's being developed is positive it most certainly isn't but a lot of it is just a continuation of problems that are already occurring it's been occurring for decades, for centuries it's been occurring. This is just a continuation of that. And I look at the over 100 million people in America who don't have a reading comprehension above sixth grade. Meanwhile, the latest version of ChatGPT ace the bar exam with a score nearing the 90th percentile how will these people stand a chance against a computer that has access to every written text on record again i come back to the question how can humans intellectually compete with artificial intelligence i put that question and i've talked about this on the previous episode into ChatGPT, and the answer I received from ChatGPT, this early AI, was emotional intelligence. That is how humans can compete because it's not programmed into AI yet. <laughs> Most likely will be, um, but it's so complex. You know, creativity is so complex. 
And to receive that answer, you know, kind of affirming this view and this, this take that I've had in creating of widening perspective has to do with emotional intelligence. It's conquering anger in the ways that I've had to do it is through writing and creating and releasing that frustration that way, you know, um, that it's missing in a lot of youth and it's not taught early enough. It needs to be taught early enough in school. When I set out with this thesis paper, it was to widen and to raise the emotional intelligence of the spectator in cinema, of the user of social media, and now the individual that is being created in artificial intelligence. I use the word individual here instead of humanoid, as it is a separate argument if they are human or not. Uh, they are an individual, uh, their own validity. Uh, but I look at how humans treat other species, you know, historically. Why, why don't elephants have a delegation of their own? Why do humans continue to slaughter them for ivory in 2023? Why do there need to be limits placed on whaling, on killing dolphins? Shouldn't we just know not to do such a thing without it being written into law? So that's my angle when considering this AI um, other than human. Um, is that I just simply look at how humans treat other species outside of themselves, you know, the utter disdain they have for life, you know, even their own. I mean, people are still eating McDonald's in 2023 after everything we know about health. People are still making a choice to go to McDonald's, which continues to lead to more obesity, where almost half the United States is considered obese. We have to come to a time and place where we can analyze human behavior in the most objective way possible. I think this is the only way to truly create a change. If I ran through my apartment and ran into a wall, broke my foot, I would then change my behavior so next time I don't take that same path that led to my injury. The same has to be true of these evidence-based objective facts that lie before us. Um, and I just... I know I I keep coming on to this point and I I do take this this podcast in each episode in various directions um but I'm just so passionate about this and I just I'd be remiss to not you know finish off this point um because it's underlying so many issues that it's like what are we doing here as artists what what can we do, you know, as creatives? Is it to just distract, to just get, you know, mindless attention? Um, meanwhile, you know, so many atrocities are happening. Can you just let that wash aside? Um, you know, I think there has to be this balance of creativity and validity and and value and meaning behind the creativity. Um, otherwise, I, I just, it's just feeding into more mindless behavior and uh, being a mindless consumer, you know, 
the over 100 million people that can't read beyond sixth grade. Like that's by design. That's by design. And not only is it hindering our competition, you know, if they want to dwell on competition, I'll get to this late, this point later, but it's hindered the, the whole working class, um, and, and what is to come. And with this technology, um, if you can't read beyond sixth grade, how are you going to work with artificial intelligence that has access to every written record in human history? You know, um, how many books has that individual read this year, you know, versus how many books an AI can consume or have access to? Um, so I just want to list here what I think needs to change. Um, and for many to hear this, their first defense will be to laugh because they will think that it is so outside the bounds of their perceived illusory reality that it's unattainable. Their life would cease meaning. And in order for that meaning to stay, they will have to belittle this list. Their ego will have to feel superior in some way in order to keep existing in their mind. To admit they are wrong would be tantamount to death. And that way of thinking has led to countless lives being lost throughout human history. The failure to admit a wrong. The ego just thinks that is just death. And you have to open yourself up to that vulnerability of being wrong. Growth mindset. It is okay to change your mind. It is okay to be wrong. It is okay to change your opinion about something or someone. And I'll get more into that in a minute. The list of behaviors that are negatively affecting the human species, at least in my view, and I can certainly add more as they arise. Number one at the top of the list is selfish greed. And I will state, um, I've read this um, op-ed article that I found very fascinating and was a great perspective. Billionaires simply should not exist while there are people starving to death every day. This is an imbalance to our ecosystem and is having more negative effects than positive. Monetary value is too often placed ahead of the well-being for not only the human species, but all species on the planet, including the environment itself, which we all share. When a human being is taking their last breath, does it matter how much illusory money they have on their bank account screen? Does that stop the car accident from happening? The plane from crashing? The iceberg from melting? Two, the second most important behavior that drastically needs to change um, and is negatively affecting the human species is not knowing the difference between opinion-based beliefs and evidence-based facts. 
Just look at Fox News and their recent lawsuits over the past decade. Their own lawyers stating in court, no reasonable person would watch our network to get facts. They are watching to get opinions. I, Reading that, I thought anyone who sees that would be like, oh, I'm done watching Fox News. They think I'm an idiot. <laughs> they think I'm just watching this for opinions and not to give facts. Yet, they still remain the most watched network and their lines get repeated by their viewers, their millions of viewers around the country. It's slowing our response to so many issues. Climate change, a change in our gun laws, as we have more mass shootings than days at this point. The decline of our ecosystem, it's causing people to still eat at McDonald's and eat unhealthy. It makes the response to curable disease slower. Question yourself on this. If there is a new antivirus software out there, do you hesitate to update your computer or do you continue to let it be vulnerable? Number three, fixed mindset over growth mindset. Too many are fixed in their way of living and refuse to change given new information. Like I said earlier, it's okay to change your opinion on something or someone. It's okay to change. It's okay to grow. It's going to feel different. And people don't like that. You know, it makes them feel vulnerable. Embrace that vulnerability and grow from it. Continue to learn. Learning should be lifelong. To remain stagnant is death. Number four. Valuing competition over cooperation. People love to point to that saying from Darwin, survival of the fittest, yet ignore all of his writing on the importance of cooperation and communication. We have to learn how to cooperate with one another. Not to try to belittle, not to try to be right, not to put the other person down and say, you're wrong, I'm right. That's the ego. Again, the ego cannot admit that it's wrong. It cannot admit defeat. To admit that is the ego dying. You have to ignore that. Where is that voice coming from? Again, man-made language that is living in your head and you are associating your sense of self with this language in your head. You are more than that. That is only a part of your conscious. And five, and something we've been talking about, not enough time and value placed on mental health. Even ChatGPT knows the importance of emotional intelligence. I think this needs to be taught in a very early age so that people can learn how to handle their emotions better. I think the youth right now are crying out for help and we're just shoving an iPad in front of their face. With every crazed act, it's a cry for help. Look at the acts that are happening daily, the cyberbullying, the hazing. We just shove an iPad in their face and say, stop complaining. 
we need to grow and that growth is mainly mental. We have a lot of mental obstacles to overcome, emotional intelligence, mental health. Um, and when it pertains to gun laws, they love to say it's a mental health issue, but then don't fund mental health issues. You can't, you can't say that and not follow it up with an action. You have to follow it up with an action. And creating art is, again, serving that mental health. It's um, growing in emotional intelligence. And I'll just stick to those five points for now. I could continue and will continue down the road. Um, I like where that conversation is going um, and phrasing it that way just came from writing it out today. Um, I just continue to write about this topic because I care. And I find the more that I write about it, the more angles I can take with it. Wake and be. Wake up anew. The past is through. The part of your brain saying, hey, I exist. Such an egotist. Hey, if the shoe glitches, Mother Nature, true quantum computer, anxiety, living too much in the future, what will be, will be, and it can be no other way. There is no other time than right now. Snap. The moment's already gone. Waves of reality wash over me. I now see thoughts as someone, not me. Why do we think in man-made language? Do we have no other choice? Go further. Go beyond. Let the mind wander. See your energy as more. More than a name. More than a bad hair day. More than saying, I am. You are what? You who? No one can truly know. Leaving breadcrumbs in the forms of poems. Along the journeyed path, I do not know where I am going, but I am going nonetheless as I continue to inhale one more breath, thinking of how these same particles were once in the lungs of some extinct beast. This poem I wrote, when, now, is the future pulling the words out of me or is the past pushing them away, getting them out of my head, get out of my head so I can live right here, right now. Now I would love to keep going and hopefully future episodes will be longer. But for now, all I have is this set time allotted to this podcast as it is just a hobby for now. The Indefatigable Artist podcast is, however, open to the right sponsor as long as our values align. Uh, if you're interested, please reach out. Email me anytime at support at bleese.com or DM me bleesenft on all socials. I would love the opportunity to take this podcast to the next level. Uh, it's been hard for me to do this podcast justice in terms of social media marketing. It's very hard to keep up, but I am just grateful that I'm able to get out a new episode every week continue laying that foundation one step at a time. But I truly appreciate all who take the time to check this podcast out. We are approaching 300 listens so far, which is just incredible. Um, seeing the support from all over the world, peeps tuning in from all walks of life 
Um, and I think I have Web3, the metaverse, the digital Pangea that has brought us all together in such a way. Um, and I, you know, it's just incredible. You know, I had no expectations for this podcast, um, only to connect more with others, to share more about me, to put out a recording of my life. Um, and I do this not only through this podcast, but live streaming as well, which I will be doing more of now that I am in New York City uh, doing IRL streams like the one we did on the rooftop the other day, as well as streams from different art gallery events we'll be going to, including the Web3 meetup we have planned tomorrow with colorful designs and Shark Anthony at Lion's Milk Coffee Shop in Brooklyn. So anyone in NYC this weekend, come hang out. It should be a good time. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks available at Blease.com. Let's go further together, one step at a time. See you next week.